Welcome back, guys, to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. We are back. And do you know what? Just before I started recording, I kind of sat here and I thought, oh, I've did the right thing and I'm so glad I did the right thing and took a little bit of a step back and a break away from the podcast because I've been doing a lot of thinking lately and I've had a lot of thoughts and I've been obviously writing loads down on my notes before I start recording but for me you know when this all the signs are there that you just need to take a step back and you just need to take a break and it was really funny because I remember recording that check in with yourself episode and got to the end of the recording and I was like I need I need to reassess because what was happening was I was constantly getting really frustrated with myself and getting really stressed out because I long story short was struggling to find the downtime both physically in the sense of there was people in the house coming in and out, loads of Joe's clients. We had one of Joe's clients stay with us for quite a long duration of time. We had so many people coming in and out, the dogs were going. I was like, this just feels chaotic. And every time I tried to record, and I tried to record a couple of episodes, and listen back to them and be like, my head's just not in it. And I see it a lot where I personally believe a lot of people, and you know, we can all run into the risk of doing this, whether it's you have your own podcast or you're uploading things on social media, like content, anything like that, you run the risk sometimes of uploading for the sake of uploading and forcing yourself to do it because you feel like you need to. And I can sense, I think because I've obviously done the podcast for what, like over seven years now, I can definitely get the sense of when someone is, someone's head's not fully in it. And when they are recording for the sake of uploading, so recording for the sake of recording, and even to the point where, you know, I came into this podcast era um, before, well, how do I phrase it? Where, and I can hear what on podcasts sometimes when I'm just listening to the audio, where I can tell, I'm like, right, I know I'm going to see that on social media at some point soon. And it kind of like, I don't know, for me, this podcast, as you guys know, like it's, it's very much like a sentimental thing for me. Um, it's very much my own personal outlet in many ways, but I never want to be that person, guys, that's just like recording for the sake of recording. And honestly, just recording right now, if you would have told me even like last week I started recording, I would have been like, nope, nope, nope. Like just not in the headspace, just not in the headspace. But it just shows that sometimes you've just got to trust that you're doing the right thing and then move forward with it. So I have written down quite a few different things that have been going on, the quick updates. There's some really cool ones here, but I think for me, where a lot of this kind of like stemmed from that I needed to take the step back and I was kind of, it's weird because I'm very, I, I know, I've been saying this to lots of people, like it's a very first world, pro- first world problem to have. And I think that's one reason why I kind of like stopped, talk- I didn't talk about this thing for a while because I think, you know, after so many years of wanting a big, big goal, which was the WBFF Pro status, and then it's crazy, isn't it, how, like, things can, what, with it, I think it was in, like, four to six weeks or something like that. I won't go into the whole, like, thing. Hopefully you guys are all well up to date. But if you're not, then go on to Goobs, um, G-O-O-B, and scroll down a little bit. You might be able to get the updates. But after everything that came out about the WBFF, It was a really, really weird headspace because I was still on this massive high of like achieving this big goal that I had for like nearly a decade. But I'll be honest, like when everything started to kind of come out the way it did, 
I found myself feeling very, very uncomfortable. And what was frustrating was that some people were saying, well, you know, if you're staying silent, then you're just as bad. And I was kind of sitting there being like, do you know what? Some people have no idea that people have, like I knew other people that were staying silent for some real like, real life reasons. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't for any other reason apart from they actually had some real life shit go on. And and rightly so, like what was going on in the social media, do a BFF Instagram world was so irrelevant. And what I found quite uncomfortable, and I'm not like slamming everyone at all, but what I found uncomfortable and another reason why I personally stepped back for a little bit and went very quiet on this situation was I kind of felt like I was just adding, if I would have said anything or done anything at that point, I personally felt like in the heart, like deep down within me, I'd just be adding to the noise. And sometimes I feel like understanding when your opinion's needed and when it's warranted, but also making sure that it's coming from a place where kind of like a calm, collected headspace. And you know, whenever you're wanting to have a difficult conversation with someone, like you always want to try as best you can for it to come from a place where you're a bit more relaxed. And I felt like space just wasn't there. And I felt like a few people in the industry, and, and I want to kind of stress as well, this is just generally life. Like when I spoke about this situation with my friend who's in the horsey world, she's like, it's so funny, Jazz. Every time I talk to you about this stuff or I hear about your stuff, I can literally translate it into the horse world and exactly the same thing is happening. Like, it's just funny how people think, oh, is it an industry thing? I'm like, no, this is just people being people and it's just, it is funny and it just is what it is. But um, I felt like some people were using the situation of someone passing away to try and kind of like, where it was for the, you know, to kind of boost their own status. I just didn't find it very genuine and I just, all I could think about was this poor guy, you know, and his family that had to deal with what they had to deal with. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to take a step back from this and I'm just going to do things on what I feel like is the best thing to do. And my gut thought was, I don't want to be adding noise when I don't feel like what some people's intentions were were very genuine. So I'll actually put this at the end, like what's the next goal, but I'll kind of like flash it here. You know, there is FMG um, and everyone, I've seen quite a lot of people have moved over to FMG. But again, I felt like, I was feeling, I was kind of getting this internal like dialogue being like, Jazz, you don't need to rush this. Like, I think sometimes we get caught up into what everyone else around us is doing. And if everyone else is around us is rushing or going a certain route, then we think, oh crap, like we need to, we really need to get our head in the game. We need to know exactly what we're doing. When it's, I don't really decide a lot of my competing things until very like, at, very much at the end. And I know why I do that is because things can change and happen so quickly that I feel like sometimes we're making decisions in the present for like a decision that's actually for the future. And I'm kind of like, I've still got plenty of time to decide. And the thing is, if my gut isn't, if, if I feel like there's no sign or no kind of like gut instinct that's kind of pushing me somewhere right now, then that's cool. I ain't gonna feel like I'm being pushed into any which way. Am I gonna pull away from WBFF? Yes, like that's that was already a given, but what I decide to do next, I'll be totally honest with you, I feel like I'm in this position where I've accomplished so many things and so much more than what I thought I'd ever would. So now I'm in this position going, well, this is quite like, I'm very blessed because I kind of, I have this new kind of found, especially after the season, I feel like I have this new sense of confidence. I think from, 
the PCA overall and getting the WBFF pro status, which is the you know, the two polar opposites of the industry. These two massive pinnacle, pinnacle like kind of polar. What's that word? Polar, polar pinnacles, podiums, something. Two pillars, two opposite sides, right? That. I've achieved that in the same season. I'm like, holy crap, that is insane. But it's kind of gives me this very blessed position now where I'm like, do you know what, Jazz? It doesn't matter where you go and what you do. You're going to be good. And I actually feel like when I say that, I actually have that confidence to say that with true conviction. And I don't think I've... No, I've never really had that. Um, And I've said that to Lucy, who works for me. I was like, do you know what? This year's the first year as a competitor that I've kind of gone, actually, you're not that bad. (laughs) You're not that bad, Jazz. And, you know, you can be this comedian and that's a pretty cool thing. That's a pretty cool thing to, you know, to have. Um, And I think that's kind of sometimes, you know, you can have all, I think sometimes we get into these said spaces where we have all these options that even that in itself can feel quite overwhelming. Well, whereas it's also a blessing to have that many options. So what my goal next year competing wise, I don't know yet and I haven't decided yet. So that does mean I haven't put in my expression of interest for FMG yet. Um, I can still do it. I have been toying, do you know what? I'll be totally real as well. I have been toying being like, do I just transfer? Because WBFF was that big goal and FMG, they seem to be doing some really cool things with like Bikini Athletic and there's a lot of lot of really good like upgrades and up levels but then part of me thinks have I got that itch to go back into bodybuilding and also you know do I want to challenge myself and compete with FMG and go for my FMG pro status instead of the transferring so I actually don't know what my goal is yet but I'm very very open and what's really nice is that I feel like I've got to the stage where I don't need to have a like distinct goals to get me working and do you know what funny enough I would say probably when I first started out I needed those big kind of set goals to keep me working to keep me disciplined to keep me motivated and everything like that but my training in particular has like it's been the best it's the best it has been but I haven't actually got a like a exact goal that I've locked in yet um so it just shows that you know over time the work itself is what drives you and what continues to drive you, drive you. And um, yeah, you sometimes just don't need to have like, I've probably fleshed out maybe like three or four different kind of like scenarios in my head. I've drafted them down, but I don't need to decide. And I don't need, I don't need that pressure of feeling like I have to make a decision. So who knows what my next goal is. But I do feel like, yo, know, I am, I'm not gonna lie, Mel, who started prep, um, I'm like, oh, damn. Like, you know when you just got that person that you just can beat? Like, obviously, when I prepped with her this year, I, I did get a bit of an itch going, oh, I'd love to be stepping on step. I would love to go early again because I did really enjoy doing an early season. Um, but yeah, probably the end. I'll be honest. It probably will be the end. But where I go and what I do, I don't know. But what I do know is that I feel like between me and Joe, we have enough data, knowledge, experience. And I know that whatever, like I've already started to plan out, like, you know, if I was going to do a bodybuilding style, like 
first season then do the end as a fitness model so like I, I've literally I feel like I can kind of really ballpark where I could plan and do things um so yeah to be confirmed but then guess the next kind of like update or thing I really want to talk about and it's not anything I have actually discussed or put on socials part of me was very nervous that I wasn't gonna pass this thing <laughs> So I was like, right, I put shit online because, oh my God, <laughs> I was so nervous. Like, I was so nervous. But basically, I have passed a course, which I am very, very proud about. And I truly believe that every single coach should should take this course. Like, I think everyone should take it, but especially coaches. My God, I really think every single coach should take this course. So I have taken, or I've just completed um, an introduction to counselling course with the University of Warwick and your girl passed. You don't get a mark, unfortunately, you just get pass or fail. But I actually, I passed and I'm bloody proud of that. And my essay was all around bodybuilding and I'd really love to go into a few more nitty gritty details because man, it really like, the kind of the dots were really connecting on so many different levels. And it further highlighted to me the importance of mindsets and understanding how you work as a unique individual and how your past, you know, your past history, your background really does play into things. And also how the coach can almost be, I hate saying almost like a counsellor, but there's so many transferable skills that I've even been able to kind of implement my clients already. And it's been so incredible to see how those little tweaks has really like, I'd kind of say like flick the switch in a lot of my clients' heads. And they've really had some amazing like revelations, not just with their physique, but just also with their mind. And that's kind of the kind of the angle I wanted with my coaching. And it looks like I'm already, especially with the introduction to counseling course, being able to do that. Oh my God though. Mr. Selectic over here having to write an essay. Jeez, I was like, so it's like a 2,000 word essay. And I first did the, I did the first draft and I was like, oh, how the hell am I gonna get to 2,000 words? And I managed to do 1,700 and there was a 10% like leeway. So I thought, this is okay. I can just do another, another draft of this. Um, and I hit the 1,800, did the next draft and oh my word, I ended up doing like 2,400, 2,500. I was like, why am I like this? But um, yeah, I was so nervous. I haven't written an essay in over t oh, nearly 10 years since uni, since my uni days back in the day. But ah, oh, it was so incredible. And the people I got to meet were just so lovely, so warm, but also completely different, like in terms of our backgrounds and our walks of life. But I think especially when you know I work from home, I'm very much embedded in the bodybuilding community and that space. I obviously have my like what I call my normal friends, but it was so lovely to connect with people from completely outside of the industry. And I find that so beneficial on so many levels. Um, and also trying to kind of like educate people um, about bodybuilding and definitely still continuing to kind of challenge their, potentially their like thoughts about certain things and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that counseling course was incredible. I definitely want to do more. I've actually started to look at more courses. Um, there's a really cool one with the University of Oxford. And it's just more like areas in like psychology, psychodynamic, um, CBT and all that sort of stuff. 
So, yeah, it's like, it's kind of revitalised, I guess, that confidence to be like, right, you don't, you're not going to be the best writer on the planet, Jazz, but you're eight, you're still, you still got it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you still got it and it's all good and we're going to be great. <laughs> um, right, leading on from that, I haven't updated about coaching um, since I announced and honestly, I have been... I have been so blessed to have the girls that I have and I'm not going to be that person that's like, I've got like 60 clients or whatever. Like, it's not about that, but it never was about that for me. Like, I had no expectations with like how many clients I would get initially, how many clients I'd like continue to get or whatever else. But I have loved, literally all of my clients at the moment are, they're either like very new into their journey or they're like on the verge of like, stepping on stage for the first time and to be able to have all the knowledge and understanding and being able to transfer that to the girls that I've got. And I know, I just know my heart of hearts that like they're not gonna have the same experiences that I've had. That's just like, oh, it's so cool. I can't, I know I'm gonna lie to you. Like it's so, so cool to be able to feel like, you know, it's setting like that new precedent of like what coaching should feel like and what it should be like as well. And it's not just about the nutrition and the training and the posing or anything. Like it's so, it's so much more than that. And I think having that introduction to counseling course, it's just been so, so cool to bring it together. So let me tell you, 30s are good. 30s, I'm liking 30 so far. I had a bit of a like, oh my God, I've turned 30, what is this? But now I'm good. It's definitely reminded me, and I've been saying this a lot the past year, it's like, you can do everything you put your mind to, but you might not do it very, very well. And I'm very much about protecting my time, my energy, my resources, to make sure that my priorities are in check and I'm doing everything that I need to, to make myself in the best position that I can be to help my clients, to still show up for the people around me and all that sort of thing. So I'm gonna go actually, let's just go straight into turning 30. That is in my notes as well. But yeah, we turn 30. I wasn't actually gonna say it to everyone that I turned 30. <laughs> but then I thought, you know what, my 30s so far, I've been, I've been pretty solid. I think I definitely am on that um, wavelength of, 30s is when if you've done the work in your 20s if you've done the healing you've done the groundwork it's when you really start to see it all the work you have been doing on yourself then turns out if that makes any sense and I definitely feel like when I turned 30 I, I didn't feel I had a bit of a moment but I it wasn't I kind of got this sense going Do you know what I'm happy to leave my 20s because I felt like my 20s were so jam-packed, but there was a lot of stuff in my 20s. <laughs> a lot of stuff I had to work through in my 20s. Um, so yeah, for anyone that is worrying about turning 30, as long as you do the work in your 20s, 30s are banging. I'm really enjoying 30. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Next thing, two last things. Compact. So I did not announce it on here, but you guys would have seen it anyway. But we launched the post-show ebook. Now that is something that I have been slowly but surely working on for nearly about five years, I'd say, something like that. And it's crazy that all the experiences, all the difficulties I had to be able to produce something like that, I'm not gonna lie, it's probably one of my proudest 
pieces of work because I know that that piece of work is going to really, really help people in this industry navigate that time and maybe make some of the mistakes that I made. But having that resource that has never, I don't, and I was literally looking like this part or the past months before launching it thinking, how has no one done this? Think about all the resources that we have done like not just we as in like I, but like you know, the whole industry. And I was like, no one has done this. Like, and it's crazy because there's quite a few people that have left the industry that I thought, or oh, maybe they'll, yeah, maybe they'll do it. And then I got into a situation that I was like, okay, I'm just literally doubting myself here. And I literally had this massive note on my phone full of stuff. So it was, you know, my own trials and tribulations, experimenting on different methods and approaches myself the research behind it, and I literally sent it all over to Joan. He's like, Jazz, you need to do something with this. Like, this shit is incredible. And I was like, oh my God. Like, my husband's not a big, like, compliment person. So when he said that, I was like, okay, maybe I need to listen to what he's saying. Um, But if you haven't already, I highly suggest going to look over at the Post Show ebook. It literally gives you all the information that you will need, and it does not matter whether you are a first timer, first post show, second post show, like you will 110% get so much value out of that post show ebook. And I've never been so confident in anything in my entire life, but that piece of work, it's already making an impact. And we know how difficult that phase can be. And sometimes I've heard some horrendous horror stories about lack of support, lack of really hitting them mentally as well. So I definitely, definitely recommend that you look over at the Postal ebook if you haven't already. And I still can't believe that like, you know, running a business guys is no joke. And every single year there's like more and more challenges, but I'm still so blessed. And I can't honestly, if any of you ever purchase anything from Compaq, from me to you, thank you. Because every single time you purchase something from Compaq, like you are supporting my little dream and I'm it's crazy to think when I first started that where the industry was so to be able to have a business that provides a service that it does for our community and it's never ever been done before but I still remember starting that business just kind of knowing and just accepting like everyone else had and done for so many years that, you know, it will take four to six weeks for your shoes to arrive. And they might arrive. Like there wasn't a next day service. Like there wasn't even like a week service. Like, you know, it takes a week for it to arrive or anything like that. So it's just, it's just insane. Like it's just, I'm just so blessed. and I'm so grateful for everyone who continues to support what we do. And in terms of like next year, I'm really like really tweaking the products and just refining it and making it a bit more like concise because what's happened over the years which has been really really interesting is that like there used to be a massive like disparity before between like what people would order whereas now it's becoming more and more apparent like what people are wanting and needing which is cool because it shows that the education that we are doing is actually like that people are taking it on board and they're seeing the benefits from it but I'm definitely going to be well we already have we've expanded the shoe fairy line the Roxy's, my God, I love the Elegant 48. I love the look of them, but they've always been too narrow and they've never gone up to a size eight. And even those two little switches, when I tried them on for my, one of my check-ins, I was like, Jesus Christ. And I am going to do like a real good episode 
next year or this year, if you listen to this, like in 2024, um, about Shoe Fairy in its detail. Because I think that would be a really, really interesting piece. And I'll tell you like the good, the bad, the ugly. Like I have no qualms about that as I do with everything else. So Shoe Fairy adding lines there, expanding the jewelry line. So I know people want a few more, what I'd call like American style pieces. So we're adding a few more rings, a few more bracelets and just really refining what we've got. And then some more stuff that I can't talk about yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, just the biggest, biggest thank you as always. And yeah, if anyone does ever like want anything adding or you think, do you know what, Jazz, you really need to bring this out. Like I always, 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 I'm so grateful if anyone can just like, trust me, when I when companies say, give us feedback, they really do mean give us feedback and they generally like, they appreciate it so, so much. So you guys are amazing. And you know what, the last thing, and it's kind of, it might make sense, it might not make sense, but I've written my dogs here because more and more, I am eternally grateful for my crazy dogs. <laughs> I'm not saying they're like, you know, anything close to having a kid, but they are my babies, they are my everything. And I've really tried to make more of an effort the past few months to really spend more quality time with them. But when I say that, I mean actual full on, giving them my full attention, my undivided love and attention without being distracted by other things, without trying to rush and try and do something else, but actually spending quality time with them. And I've definitely noticed the difference of like, already felt almost like a pack with them, but even more now, like I feel so locked into my dogs and it's such like the biggest blessing in the world. And yeah, just massively, massively grateful for them. So if you have your dog or your cat or whatever other animal you have in your life, just make sure you're grateful for them because I think I've definitely noticed that my dog, Joe's like, oh, you're just being OTT. You're just kind of like, you're overanalyzing. I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm definitely noticing getting gray, like especially my staffy. And I'm like, God, I have not got much time with them. And I've got to make sure that, you know, I spend every single day with them. And I give like, and they, it's crazy. Me and Joe are talking about this, how dogs will just constantly doesn't matter what whether you like, reciprocate like positively or negatively they will always 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 be happy to see you and it's so unconditional and they're such a beautiful reminder that you've there's so many reasons to be happy and yeah just being more locked into them has really just you know it's done like it's done things it already had done things for me but especially lately. And it's funny when I was um, looking at my, especially, <laughs> especially the last few, even like October, November, December, I don't even have that many photos on my phone for October, November, December. But the constant I do have is some beautiful photos of my dogs. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to leave it there. But that is the update. And I guess like, I haven't even done like a year review because I've seen a lot of people have done that. But let me tell you, this year has probably been one of the best years of my life. But one main big reason as to why it has been that is I truly believe that this year has been one of those years that I have, t I didn't, I knew this anyway, but you guys know I've done counselling over the years and I... I've done a lot of work on that stuff because I didn't, I knew a lot of my childhood um, had big 
impact on me and continue to. But it, I really have been able to unlock a lot of things this year, um, which has actually enabled me to see the world a little bit differently. And I've always wondered why I have this weird, like, deep down, like, anxiety, like, fight or flight response in me sometimes. And when I've actually been able to really fully challenge that and work through that, and kind of, like, 10x on it, made me realize that like I have there's one thing that I've said to myself lately is that you have no reason there's no there's no threat Jasmine you have no reason to be scared and I knew a lot of the things that had happened to me in the past were still kind of circulating but this year's really been the first year that I've been like ah oh, this is what it feels like to be past I guess it feels like to it, what it feels like to come through the other side of trauma. And I never ever thought I would get to that point. And I'm not gonna lie, it feels weird. <laughs> like no one's, everyone talk, tells you, or every, you know, people help you work through the trauma, but no one actually tells you what, you know, how to manage life without a big thing usually. But yeah, this year has definitely been one of the best years of my life, but not because it's not just because of what I've achieved or what I have done. It's actually because of like the headspace that I'm in. And I'm definitely still on that progress train as we all are. But I think this year I'm starting to be like, ah, okay, Jazz. You're actually starting to realize, like starting to truly, truly believe in yourself a little bit more. And you're realizing that you're like, you have got that potential. And I guess it's one of those are going like, do you know what, you're not that, you, you're actually all right, Jazz. <laughs> Which I know it sounds absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I'm gonna leave it there. So I'm sorry that was a bay big one, but thank you as always. And I hope you have the most amazing new year. And whether we talk about goal setting or not, I'm not sure. I don't really do new year anymore. I think because Joe's birthday, is only a few weeks after. We're kind of just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Like, we'll just, you know, <laughs> we'll just save our celebrations um, instead of a few weeks. But I'll leave it on this. This time last year, I was not in the same headspace at all going into the new year. And it really does remind me and show me how much can change in a year. And sometimes it's all right if one of your years isn't your year because you never know what's around the corner. And I've always kind of been like, oh, someone's just saying that. And it's like, oh, like dribble, dribble, dribble. But nah, generally, like, you really don't know, like, what is around the corner. And just because you're, you've had one difficult year, or maybe two, or maybe three in a row, like, you, there is still that light at the end of the tunnel. And there's still that, everything is still to play for. And I think that's definitely where I'm going to leave it here. So I will see you guys in the next episode. And much love always.